After further review, as this is one of Frank's favorite songs. Do not listen to him. He is selling you snake oil. We don't sell snake oil, but we provide an entertaining and thought-provoking sports show on 88.3 WXUT. Saturdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. And sometimes we provide a life lesson. Ain't that right, Frank? Life lesson, my ass. Don't be a hater. And tune in to AFR Saturday mornings, 11 to 1 on WXUT. After further review, I got myself, Frank, and David, the man of God, Harris, on the phone lines, all the way in Syracuse. Once again, if you haven't been listening to us during the summer, David has his own congregation, his own fellowship, the sheep that follow him. So congratulations to him as he's now a pastor at a church in New York. But first, Frank has his rant. Also, we're on live. I hope you shared it. We've got Amy, uh, Frank himself, and Jason Smolinski, a kid I graduated with, or actually... We're grown men now. We're in our late thirties. <laughs> so, a guy that uh, I graduated with from yeah, uh, St. Francis. I, I invited a few people to tune in as well. So we'll we'll see a, if they're. He had, a, he had a great jump shot in high school. Um, he'll, he'll probably listen to our youth basketball. Probably chime in on that and everything. Uh, yeah. Um, but what is your rant here, Frank? I gotta I gotta see this. It, it, it deals with. Your former school when you now working. It didn't, no, this. Uh, Let's be clear that this has nothing to do with me being at Dundee. It happens to deal with me writing for Friday Night Victors. Oh, okay. F and B. Yes. Okay. Which, couple? Which this was about a couple weeks ago. My schedule analysis that I wrote for Ida got posted, mm-hmm. and I didn't offer any predictions on any games. I didn't say how the season was going to go. I just. Pointed out some games that I thought were could be tough, shouldn't be overlooked, interesting, things of that nature. So here's what here's what I put. I'll just I said their gut check game would be against Columbia Central in week three. And I said the last time they beat them was September of twenty sixteen, and the reigning conference champs will come to Ida in week three, and if Ida wants to show they belong in the race, a win is paramount. Special mention to a road trip to Hillsdale in Week 7, as the Hornets have also had Ida's number the last two seasons. I listed at Onstead as a trap game, which is a game that... Is this for football? Yeah. Okay. I said I said this would be a trap game, and what which means is, that what, it's a game what, that they... Right. What league is I, this, though? The hmm. Lenaway County Athletics Association. So the LCAA. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I, I said this is a game that I think they could win. But if they're not careful, they could lose. I said, even though Ida has won the last seven meetings with the Wildcats, a week eight trip to the Irish Hills comes between a road trip to Hillsdale and a visit from Blissfield. The latter of the two is the favorite in the conference. I said that Jeff Potter, his coach, will have to keep his team from looking ahead. Snoozer game? None. 
Because <laughs> a snoozer game. Was well, there snoozer not, games snoozer, in high school? Snoozer would be if a, a game that could very well be a stanky leg alert, and I don't see one on the schedule. So no, no cupcake games. Basically, yeah, like man. it's like when Alabama plays Panera Bread University, right? Th- those games like that. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're not they're not playing the Michigan school for donut making, <laughs> right? Or Arby's or Arby's Tech. Okay, keep going. <laughs> okay. And non-conference challenge, I said, they're going to make a 75-mile trek to Genesee County to play Lake Fenton in Week 2. This is the second game of a home-and-home series. And I said, Lake Fenton gave them a battle last year before I ended up prevailing 28-22. I said, Airport also pays a visit to open the season, and the Airport is an upgrade over Jefferson, who they've opened the season with the last several years because... Well, Jefferson has lost 18 consecutive games, and things are pretty bad there. And I said, notable, this will be the first time that Ida and Airport meet on the gridiron since 1956. Oddly enough, that game ended in a 6-6 tie. Wow. That, <laughs> yeah, I, I had to do a little digging on that. And here's where I... Wasn't pull- that when you used to like, ride horses to the game? <laughs> no, 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 no. You, you still drove your car. Oh, okay. I just you probably just drove like your... You probably drove your... Uh, you're 47 Ford with mm. three on the tree. Right, right. <laughs> so I said, and here was where I put my thoughts in. I said, for the last two seasons, we have all wondered when Ida will have a down year. Jeff Potter has managed to keep the blue streaks going in the right direction, but is year three going to be a rebuilding year or another year where Ida just keeps on trucking? Road trips to Lake Fenton and Dundee could show what Ida is made of. The October portion of the schedule is arduous, so there won't be much room for error if Ida trips up early on. So let's have a backstory here. You used to go to Ida, right? Yes, I, gradu- I graduated from there in 2007, 100th right. graduating class. Okay. And you work at Dundee now, and obviously Dundee and Ida are rivals, but you're writing for Friday Night Victors, and you're giving a prediction, a preseason prediction on this school. Well, the, this, is, this isn't a prediction. Oh, this is just highlighting games. I didn't. I did not predict how their season was going to be. I mean, that's that's going to come later. You're highlighting the games, but technically, usually highlight means like kind of past tense. You the games no, been I'm played. Just, and you I'm highlighted looking, it. I'm taking. I'm taking a look at some g- games on the schedule that mm-hmm. are that are notable. So more of a preview. A preview, okay. Well, it's just not a, prediction it's, of the other p word. It's, preview. It's a look. It's all. All it is is just a look at the schedule, kind of taking a detailed look, saying which game, which game is going to be really tough. I could see being really tough for them. I'm not saying that, hang that they'll win or lose X game. Does the new Michigan rule come in now? That I remember, you guys. It used to be if you it was like kind of like college football. If you won six games, you automatically were in the playoffs. This and there was be, some teams where that weren't supposed to be in it. This will be the final year for that. Okay, so 2020 is where the new rule comes okay. in. We did talk about that. We earlier. did talk about that on a previous show. Oh, and you'll have to go back to the archives to listen to that. Okay, so does Ida? Because we know that in Michigan, with the, this current rule of only getting six games to to get in the playoffs, guys were scheduling cupcakes. Basically, well, they they they. I wouldn't say they scheduled any cupcakes. I mean, I I mean, Airport's been four and five the last couple of years, but I mean, there's been a couple of games that they were lost that were real close. They could have easily been five and four, six and three, mm-hmm. three and. Hey, so I mean, there it'll be a de- it should be a decent game. Lake Fenton, I thought Lake Fenton was going to be a lot better last year. They kind of had a down year, but I only beat them by six at home. 
So now they got to go on the road and play with a new starting quarterback, heck, some new running backs, and a lot of new players in. And it's going to be a re- that's going to be a really big test for them, seeing if they can get a win in a hostile environment. Right. Because I, be- I believe, because I mean, plus it's a seventy-five mile trip as well, mind you, and. That's, uh, so what is Ida upset about? I well, mean, you this, didn't make any predictions. You just made a preview, but what you've been telling me before the show started in our, you know, big ass pre-show work. Some people are kind of worked up about this. Well, and let me let me first preface this by being clear. It says the people involved here do not represent the entire fan base at Ida. Because I have spoken with other members of the Ida fan base who happen to agree with me 100%. And fully that I'm just stating my thoughts on which games could be a challenge and what could happen. I didn't say anything that could happen here, there, or anywhere. That's going to come later. But form a couple former Ida players, one tried to tell me there's no such thing as a rebuild at Ida. My response was, uh, "Ooh, this gets juicy." I did one. I didn't say that this year was going to be a rebuilding year. But didn't you say that in the article? I said, "Is year three going to be the year where they have to rebuild?" Which is a question. Or okay, where they just keep on trucking? I asked a question. I did not make a statement and say. This year is going to be a rebuilding year. But, I did not say that. But an Ida fan wanted to let you know that we don't rebuild, we just reload. Uh that's wrong because they're not apparently there are some and another well, thing. What too, was their record last year? They went they were eight and two last year. That's pretty good. Made the playoffs. I know. They did they, did. they 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 win in the playoffs? They want well, they played Dearborn Heights Robichaud in the first round and they absolutely rickrolled them. Oh, they rickrolled Dearborn Robichaud, or Robichaud rickrolled them. They no, they beat Robichaud sixty two to twenty. That was a, that game was ugly. Ooh, that's like one of my AAU scores for my team. Yeah. Also, shout out to uh Travis Pan, he did. He will have an involvement in this as well. So Travis, stay tuned. Mm-hmm. So, oh, Travis is watching. Yes, he's watching. Also, okay. uh, Ida, he, gir- Ida, Ida. Also, Ida girls' assistant co- basketball coach Todd Kapling has joined us. Todd, thank you for joining. Mm-hmm. Wow, you didn't brought the crew out. Well, yeah, I want to get promote some discussion. I mean, guys, I appreciate y'all for coming on. Mm-hmm. So. Well, I said that I didn't say that this was going to be a rebuilding year. And two, I've actually seen Ida in rebuilding years. Because when I went to school there, my freshman year, they made the playoffs. They went 7 2 and unfortunately got destroyed by Detroit Crockett. In, this was like 2003, a Detroit Crockett team that had uh, a couple guys who went on to play at U of M John Thompson and Brandon Graham. Mm-hmm. So, and then the next three years, they went 4 and 5. Four and five, and my senior year they went two and seven. <laughs> Ouch! Now remember, some of you people are probably doing the calculations out there. Remember, Michigan only plays nine games. Yes, they have a nine-game schedule, not ten like they do here in the Buckeye State. Where arguably, someone would probably say that the better football is in this state. But that's for a discussion for another time. Yeah, keep going. And then a few other players chimed in and said, "It's the same." One said, "Same story year after year," and I said, "Look." I had enough, and actually, you know what? There was another one that said the last two years were rebuild years with playoff wins, 
And I, my response was, was the following. I said, said going 8-2 and two is not a rebuild unless you're Jackson Lumen Christie or Grand Rapids West Catholic. And then he comes well, back. Eight and two equals ten wins. So did they go eight and one? Then they, they went won? eight. They no, they were nine and two. No, then. they were se- they were seven and two okay. in the regular season. Okay. Then they won one, eight and two, and then their last loss. So they really went eight and three. They played eleven games. Eight and three. Yeah, my bad. Okay. I'm about to say. Them yeah, numbers- sorry, I, I I miscalculated. My bad. I'm sorry. Yeah, Long week. Add up. Yeah. So eight and three, and they said we. Uh, and they said, but our 2017 projection from Friday Victors was four and five. And my thought was, and I said to them, that prediction I had absolutely nothing to do with. That was made before I came along. Who brings up 2017? That was two seasons ago. Well, this is a former player, and oh, okay. I, I'm, I mean, I'm, gonna, grudge. I'm going to, I'm going to protect him. I'm going to withhold his name. No, you don't have to put, you don't have to drop names. Yeah, I'm, like with, that. I'm withholding yeah. his name. I don't think this guy's a bad person at all. Do you think they're coming at you because they think you're a Benedict, though? Because I mean, no, you are I think at Dundee, they, and it's like, no, no, Derek. I think it's because there's a portion of this fan base that has an agenda. What's that agenda? It's manipulating what I write. To, because they think that I have it out for them, which I absolutely don't. Why would you have it out for them? I mean, exactly. It, what is this? The Lenawee Christian County Athletic Association. Lenawee County Athletics Association. So this is the LCAA, and I mean, it's it's small town football. But why would you have it out for them? I mean, you got bigger fish to fry. I mean, think about it. All the stuff you do for the community and, and doing Friday Night Victors and after further review. Why would you have it out for Ida? I mean, where does this premise come from? Did you do something in the past, Frank? No, okay. I did not. I did nothing. I mean, or I know, I know you. Not- I know you reference me going to Dundee, but look, I didn't go. I've said it many a time, and I'm gonna say it for probably the millionth time. I went to Dundee because they gave me an opportunity to put my God-given talent to use. Anyone that says that I went there out of spite is lying. That's fake news. Mm-hmm. But anyways, back to this. And then I get a current player who is sadly one of the cockiest people I've ever met and pretty much doesn't do and doesn't do too much on the on the football team or even the basketball team. He was a bench warmer. He comes at me and says, how does the team go from 10 and 2 in 2016 to being from being projected four and five and 17, not considered a rebuild? And my response Hans was the following. I said, you're asking the wrong guy since I had zero input at the time, but keep twisting what I write to fit your narrative. Wow. So you break this little thing and you got basically the board on fire. Whoa. I mean, this seems like it's a lot of comments on here. Well, it didn't end there. It didn't end there. What's more? Well, Ooh, man, this LCAA football is serious. Well, again, apparently there are, like I said, there are people from Ida who like to think that they're, they belong at the same table as Jackson Lumen Christie and Grand Rapids West Catholic, who have won state championships, plural. Has they, have they won at least a regional Ida or maybe I mean, a Ida, ha- Ida has won. Ida has won two district titles in football. 
They have won one Don't tell me when, like, 1963 or something. They They won a district in 15 and 16. They won the regional in 15, got to the state final four. Yeah. Lost to River Rouge by two points in a blizzard. In a blizzard. I was was at that game. Oh, that's right. And I I mean, they. I mean, that. River Rouge is right down the road from. If anyone is familiar, River Rouge is a very rough area. Yeah. Um, But I mean, they're very, very. But Rouge is. Small, Always got a good football team. Small tidbit: four a two twenty eight is the uh, zip code. <laughs> Derek dropping the zip code yeah. knowledge. Yeah, so yeah. River Rouge is a very. If you know it's a bad neighborhood at UPS, is when you get very rare packages that go there, and that was one of those areas where maybe it would get one or two packages yeah. a week. Also, want to mention uh, and Gary Hoff, one of my Friday Night Victors cohorts, has joined us here. Okay. So they, do they back you up and everything? So how much further did this go? Because it okay. went, you made, you didn't make an actual p- prediction. I'm trying to do the timeline here. You didn't really make an actual prediction. You just kind of did a preview. You already got people ticked off. You got the board smoking with comments. I mean, well, it's just like you're a lightning is, rod. And then this there's is when, more. This is where gasoline got poured onto everything. Oh, Lord. What's going on here? Gasoline. A, okay. And... I was tempted to name drop this next person and put them on blast. Do oh do oh do do it. I mean, you got to. I mean, what's what's going on? Is it is it really? I mean, <laughs> for someone that didn't make any predictions, no records or nothing like that, you really got these guys up in a bunch. And over there at all Ida. I'm gonna say is this individual has a son who is a junior at Ida and who's gonna be a junior at Ida in the fall. Does play foot plays football. Oh, also plays basketball as well. Oh, and he decided this is where he decided to pour gasoline on everything. So he first, as I'm coming home from Ottawa, Ohio, from an American, from a couple of American Legion games, and I was riding with uh, Jared Jansen and uh, Justin Gelso. Mm-hmm. Gelso's one of our pitchers, mm-hmm. and he's an Ida grad too. So he kind of he kind of saw what was going on as well, and so did Jansen. Mm-hmm. So, Jansen coaches at yeah he's the varsity basketball coach at Ida. That's what I thought. Yeah, so I mean he, and let's just and I'll get to him in a moment. Mm-hmm. But this guy comes at me and says, "Of course you think Dundee is going to be a big challenge. Slappy shouldn't be allowed to be sports analyst. Then again, it's just <laughs> Friday night victors. <laughs> he called you the ultimate insult, a slappy. So here's what I come back with. I said, "Did I say anything about what the outcome of that game would be?" It's a rivalry game. But then again, some Ida folk like to manipulate what I write to fit their agenda. Because again, Ida and Dundee is a rivalry game, and you and David have said it. Rivalry games, you throw records out the window. Mm -hmm. David, am I right? Absolutely. There you go. So, he comes back with me and says... Maybe you're just not very good at writing without seeming incredibly one-sided, Frank, because everyone thinks so. My response, everyone thinks so? Since when do you know everyone? I think you're just a part of the Ida folk that's just salty that an alumnus won't wave the pom-poms for them on a website that covers football. Oh, you said that? That's my re- that was my response. Well, that's the, you know, that that right there, you just, you just basically dropped a bomb on the Right there, Frank. That was good right there, Frank. But I guess I would see, say from a fan's standpoint, since you, you are writing for Vardy Night Victors, and I, and, I, and I know you're not biased or nothing like that, but 
you do have to know that there is some concern that one, Ida and Dundee are rivals. Two, you work for Dundee. Three, you used to go to Ida. Four, we made this point before that some people might think you're a Benedict. Some people might think that your your views might be slighted, but at the same time, though, you can't be the pom pom waver either. So, well, let me let it, me. It, it's really a no win situation for you. Well, let me say this too. When I did Dundee's schedule analysis, I said that their gut check game would be against Ida. Okay. So, but they probably in the know word, that. In the word, in the words of a basketball coach, we're all familiar with in the NBA. Take that for data. Oh, Fizdale. <laughs> Fizz data. Mm-hmm. So this guy continues, and this is and this is where it really got nasty. He says, "Has you are dumbass." Last year. Literally said that Dundee could win a state championship. You always think Dundee is going to be amazing and everything. You cannot be a writer and a slappy. So here's what I come back with. I said, I never said that. There you go, manipulating my words. The only sport where I have admitted Dundee being amazing is wrestling. Well, 11 state championships speak for themselves. And since he Used he didn't use proper grammar. I said maybe you need to refresh your grammar and stay in your lane. So then, it re- then this uh, let's just say that if it uh, it w- if this would have happened to my face, you're, it could have gotten real bad and probably had the police called. Okay, he comes back and he says. You literally said that to the Ida football players last year. Grow up. You're not in high school anymore, so stop acting like it. Stay in my lane. Dude, you've never played or coached a single effing, again, I'm editing this out, sport. And you were literally the worst referee we ever had in football. Ooh, he took it too. You talked about your referee. Let's just say, let's just say that. This all happened the last few days. Uh, it, ha- it happened... On the Sunday we were returning from Ottawa, I know we I would have liked to discuss it last week, but unfortunately we couldn't. So why why are these people getting all up in arms about this? Well, I don't know, but here's where I come back with, and I said I absolutely did not say that, but keep believing all the lies. And then I also responded with, "How about you take your own advice? If you have that much of a problem with what I'm doing with Friday Night Victors, go pound sand and quit being a crybaby." Who's Jessica Edwards? Uh, she is the mother of uh, former Dundee pitcher Zach Fruit, who plays, uh, oh. who's on our American Legion team. He's at Lansing Community College. Yeah, Jessica Edwards Fruit. Yes, and someone said that it's it's always good to have a Frank rant in the morning. It's like that was Fol- Travis. It's like Folgers. A great thing of waking up is a uh, basically a Frank Bastion rant in your cup. Yeah. So, so these guys are just coming at now. Are they coming at you on the board and putting these comments? Are these these are actual private on messages? Twitter? Oh, on Twitter. So we all know that that's a cesspool of nobodies. Well, this guy was. So here comes, and of course the guy coming at me. Is he that, says I've never coming at you. Co- he, play? he says I never played or coached a single sport. Well, mind you, I'm the director of basketball operations. At Dundee, and mm. sometimes I have to fulfill the role as quality control coach during practice and just do some behind-the-scenes stuff. Mm. So, yeah, I've been around coaches to know enough what it's like. Right. And plus, I did three years of track in high school. Oh, so you don't ran tell track, me. or you did? You I, ran, I ran for three years. What did you do? I, w- I did, long, I did uh, long sprints and middle distances my junior and senior year. What? For real? I didn't know that, Frank. Yeah. Something new that we learned about Frank. 
Yeah, so... Well, Frank, man, you talk, you've been just dropping the knowledge on us today with your knowledge bombs. And here... And here's where Tra- and here's where Travis comes in to play, okay. and he and this is where I credit Travis for coming to my defense. He said, he says this guy says, I think Frank is doing what he likes to do for fun. After all, that's what this is about, right? A guy taking time out of his personal life to write about topics he's interested in. I well, think- uh, high school sports. Remember, yeah. everyone, this is about high school sports. Exactly. It's not, it's not that big a deal. Not to the point where you start saying the F word and cussing people out. Yeah, I'm just, yeah. Travis said, I think Frank does a great job providing his opinion on these topics. And, and now, here's a little, little bit of a backstory. This guy who comes at me... Little more than a year ago, when Dundee and Ida were playing each other for the district championship, he just, there was a group of Dundee students who referred to an Ida basketball player as bald. Now, did did I condone what they did? Absolutely not. I just kind of well, that's not a good idea, and said nothing more. But he decides to go on this social justice crusade. And demand that our principal, our superintendent, and our athletic director all face some kind of sanction. Is this and, the same guy that came at you about how yes. you and I have a sport, you didn't coach a sport, and that you're nothing, and you yeah. should know what you're and talking he, about? Yeah, and because a basketball player got referred to as bald. And this is what Travis says. He says, I'm just really confused as to how a guy who got so butthurt about a high school kid's joking about another high school kid can be so disrespectful to someone over the internet. This is all over an article that had nothing to do who with you personally, but you're taking personal shots at Frank. So that's what I that's what I don't understand. It he can go and start calling me a dumbass, but if some if a basketball player gets called bald, and that's all he was called, wasn't called a homophobic slur. Wasn't called anything. Well, why is the kid bald? Well, he was, I mean, he was kind of losing his hair. Like alopecia? No, 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 not like that. Just like normal male pattern baldness, I guess. At 15? At 18. 18? Wow. He started early. But I, I mean, mean, we all we all end up being bald eventually. Whether heck, it's I'm, a, I'm, heck, I'm losing my hair as well. Yeah, I don't I don't have hair either. So I mean, I'm I'm a, I'm with the BHC as they like to call the ball head club. And, yeah, you know, I, I mean, at least he's not trying to be like LeBron, where you know the the hairline <laughs> is running away from your forehead, but yet you're trying to put the fake hairline on. I don't like those type of guys. If you're going bald, let it go. But then again, don't get the George Jefferson and have the clown bows of the clown look either. No, nah, but I, then again, though, it is kind of funny when you. <laughs> Because at 18, usually you're supposed to have a full head of hair and a mane. And, you know, when the kid goes out there and he's looking like he's 35 in the janitor, you know, yeah. I can understand why the kids made fun of him. I, I do. Yeah. But, I mean, like I said, he wasn't called a homophobic slur or anything that would have been in a, excuse me inappropriate for small children to hear or anything of that nature. But yet it's okay. It's at, yet this guy can go and call me a dumbass on Twitter. That's well, the definition of hypocrite, right but there. I mean, but then again, but then again, doesn't Jordan Strack go through that? I mean, let's be honest. He he goes through that. Everybody goes. You make an opinion out there on Twitter. It's it's out there for people to attack. Well, yeah, but you also have to know, you know, if you're gonna atta- if you're gonna attack someone. 
the door swings both ways. You can't t- you can't go and start being verbally and ab- being abu- verbally abusive to somebody and using profanity, and yet at the same time be this social justice warrior because some kid got called bald. Yes, you can. It's called the world of the internet. I mean, think about it. You can be anything you want to be on the internet. You can be rich. You can be poor. You could have that swag. You can be anything that you want to be except yourself. And that's usually what happens on the internet, especially on Twitter. I mean, the dude got some Twitter fingers and he became the the Twitter e-thug and decided to go at at you. But then then again, he wanted to be the Twitter activist the the next time with the the bald comments. I mean, I mean, that's like I said, it's a cesspool of nobodies that want to be somebodies on on Twitter. So usually I just brush them off like bad dandruff on my shoulder when I don't really get dandruff anymore because I have no hair but well, like I said that's what you need to do with some of these guys and kind of just laugh it off well here's this and this is where Travis continued he said I'm just really confused as to how a guy who got excuse me my bad he said I'm sure the parents of all the youth kids that come through your program would love to see the tweets of you disrespecting a guy who has literally done nothing to you Frank keep doing the things you love and enjoy don't let the guy who runs a youth basketball program get to you then Travis went and quoted one of his tweets and said, hey, at Ida Basketball, this is the guy you have teaching your youth. Go back and read the conversation, please. Ooh. So, and, 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 and let's just be and make Jessica it clear. said, preach, Frank, preach. And let's just um, make, it, make it clear that, that J- Coach Jansen was informed about this, yes, and he was not very pleased with this guy's behavior. Oh, Jansen, part of Ida, right? Yeah, Ida's bas- varsity basketball coach, that the head of his youth program was engaging in this behavior. Oh, he's head of the youth program? Yes. Wow. And uh, it was brought to his attention, and I also even shared it with with uh, Chris Elliott, who uh, coaches Ida's River Raisin League team, and he even said that the athletic director needs to be made aware of this, and I said... That is going to happen. Hmm. So I got from what I understood, I guess that both J- that Jared and the AD were going to have a meeting with this guy and tell him and discuss the matter with him. So, and then of course there were even a lot more people who came to my defense. Hence, a couple of our Blissfield American Legion players. One of them. Hum comes at him and says, you're so soft, you got to block the guy. First, you criticize him for stuff he didn't say, and now you're so soft, you can't handle what he's saying back to you. Is this toward the youth director from Ida? Like, that's yeah. what they're saying there. Okay. Yeah. So, and he, then, so, and he then, blo- so he blocked you. And then he tells the same How do you guy, know that he blocked you? Because I've got proof. Hmm. Is this on Twitter? Yes. Oh. So, and then he comes back. At the guy, one of our Legion players says, Fighting with Frank is like fighting with the dumbest kid in class. It's a waste of time, and no matter how wrong they think they are, they are right. Dude's never stepped foot out of field or co- played or coached, yet he thinks he knows sports. Okay. Let me just say that people that say, If you never played or coached the game, you can't have an opinion. I'm sorry, but that's 100% the biggest crock of horse manure. Ooh, he said horse manure. Yes, I'm having to keep this FCC appropriate here. I mean, if if I if we were on if we were on uh, satellite radio or if this was just a uncensored podcast, I'd be going all oh, I'd be going all over it. 
And then so the guy, basically you would say horse poo. I would. No, I'd be saying a word that rhymes with blitz, but I can't say it on oh, the air. Okay, okay. All this over high school football. Though. Yeah. This well, is, here's this the thing. Is crazy. And then this in small in small town high yeah, school. Yeah. And this Legion player comes back to me and says, "I'm pretty sure Gary and Chris from from Friday Night Victors didn't just bring Frank on for no reason." And and then. And then, of course, it eventually got to the point where he personally messaged me on Facebook and told me to take it down, and he admitted, said, look, I said stuff out of anger. I shouldn't have done it. Just take it down. I'm tired of people coming at me on Twitter. Oh, I delete out for that Twitter. <laughs> I, delete, I deleted the stuff, but I saved all of it. So basically, I queue up the life lesson music. Because <laughs> we have the preach music going here. The first one is you don't go to war with people who don't run out of web space or run out of airtime. <laughs> is that you? Yeah. You don't. So basically, you're the father figure, and this song fits perfectly. You're the man. Frank, you are the man in Dundee, Blissfield, and Ida. You are the social media man. You're like pretty much their Colin Cowherd. You don't go... Yeah. Don't go to war with people like that, especially over something. And don't take personal shots at someone who didn't say anything to you directly or even twist around what I wrote to fit an agenda that's 100% false. Because quite frankly, I'm getting tired of it. And I understand it's part of the nature of being in the sports media business, but it's high school football too. I mean, but yeah, this is high school. This college. is high school football for God's sake. Right. This isn't college or pro. Look, I understand. Man, people don't have. You don't have to like what I say. Mm-hmm. You don't have to agree with it. But that just because you don't, that doesn't give you cart to my family and to my dogs. And I want to be left the bleep alone. Well, uh, that's not going to happen, Frank. I mean, let's 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 be let's be honest here. I know I am. I'm, Once you get step in with the media and everything like that, and you start getting on your your pedestal or your soapbox, that's just part of the territory. Yeah, I I understand. And what? Like I said, I understand that people. I understand that people may not like what I said. Me. And you know what? I don't have a problem with that. But look, if you got a problem with what I write, or if you don't like what it, what's being there, who said you got to read it? Nobody's got a gun to your head. You don't like. It's like it's like it's like people say, oh, if you don't like what's something that's on TV, don't even watch. Plain and simple. Nobody's for nobody's forcing you to do anything. Is the end of this one coming up? Huh? Okay, never mind. I'll be yours. See, you're being a father figure, Frank. (laughs) See, you are the preacher. Look, I know I was preacher, but... See, yeah, and we have a preacher on our phone lines in David. (laughs) But anyways... Well, uh, that was Frank's rant. 
dealing with <laughs> nobodies off of Twitter. I mean, and I, I mean, look, I mean, I wasn't expecting uh, the George Michael, but you know what? I'll give, I'll give you credit for it. Even Gary said, "Put your tiny hands in mine." That's, <laughs> that's what you're well, doing. That, well, Gary's from that generation. <laughs> yeah, that that generation making us feel old. Okay, Frank. Well, we'll we'll do the little outro music here with the. Uh, basically the theme of joy of painting life lesson so we learned a life lesson here uh actually david what did you learn out of all this after this whole rant basically just don't get into conversations with twitter trolls exactly i think that's you know what frank you know what uh david you you hit it right on the nail on the head right here let's give it to him drop the bomb yeah mm-hmm. why waste your time and energy because here's the life lesson from the, the director, 54321. Why waste time with Twitter trolls? You know how it is, Frank. You know how the business is. You're going to have someone that's going to try to poke the bear. Also, not to mention, you're telling the truth and people don't like the truth. But as we said on this show time and time again, why believe the truth when the lie is more entertaining? Sound like your boy over there at Ida wants to be entertained by the lie. A lie that that fan, that a small portion of and of people in that fan base are creating on their own. Exactly. So and they want to be inter- and you're not entertaining the lies, so now they're getting upset. You're and, bringing and in like some I truths. said, and here and this is some truth from one of our Legion ball players. And you know what, I have to mention him uh, since it's a good since it's really good from Luke Goins, who who's going to be playing baseball at Henry Ford Community College says we are in a society that is trying to put an end to bullying and here we are having adults saying this kind of stuff on social media over a high school football blog yes i quoted it and said say small it louder town for high the people school in, small town high school football. say it louder for the people in the back exactly you, you got all all been out of shape over this and where's ida gonna be really how is ida gonna win the league championship are they gonna be in the middle of the pack are they gonna be at the, beneath the bottom or well does it really matter I, i'll be honest with i mean look i don't want to spoil what i'm gonna predict for them because that's gonna be coming up later in august on friday night victors i mean i've kind of from those i've talked to who say you know uh, they, they can still, they can still be a playoff team. I don't, for, I don't see them being at the top of the conference. I th- honestly think, think Blissfield is the favorite there because they have the most talent coming back, and also they have a former head coach Ron Estes who led them to a state final in 2007. He's back coaching them, so I think they're gonna actually be playing a little bit more uh, disciplined football. Mm. Oh, and they've got they got a ton of talent back. I know a lot of the kids that are back there. There, their starting quarterback is a junior. He's been starting since he was a freshman, and they've got they've got a ton they got a ton of athletes back. I mean, that's a team that I think, and they've made it to the regional round the last two years. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, the this is a team that I think could be. I would. I almost want to say could be a dark horse in Division Six. I know last year they ran into eventual champion Lumen Christie in regionals, but I've heard rumors that Lumen Christie might drop down to D seven. But who who knows what's going who knows what's gonna happen? I mean it's I know football's just around the corner. I got to watch uh, some seven on seven at Dun- between Dundee and New Boston Huron on Thursday night. Time's getting close, so before you know it, I'll be uh hey po- more stuff will be coming. Our team predictions and previews will be coming up probably within the next couple of weeks. I'm sure uh, 
Chris and Gary can uh, definitely vouch for me on that. I mean, the Lenaway County Athletics Association, Gary said, is going to be solid. I agree with him. It's going to it's going to be a meat grinder, a slobber knocker. Okay, well, it's a it's a it's a it's a it's going to be a tough conference. Right, and like I said, it's August is right around the next weekend. I believe is the the first week or weekend of August. So right then after that, a couple weekends later, you're going to get right into Friday night football. You keep giving us those updates on Friday night victors and everything, and we'll get your fans on here. They'll back you up. And, uh, you know, once again, remember, life lesson here. It's just Twitter. I mean, let's face it. They're, they're, everybody, you can I be know. whatever and you want to be on the Internet. And also, don't get mad. Don't get personal with people who don't get personal with you first. Right. Whiteford that at, is going to be Whiteford like, at Blissfield week one. Is that a good one? Whiteford is usually pretty good, aren't they? They usually get to the States well, all the time. What, that, that game is going to be very interesting because Whiteford. You got a, you got a Blissfield hat on right now. Uh, well, this is their American Legion. Oh, okay. Team aren't, they, aren't they the Triple B's, Blissful Bad Boys? No, 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 oh, no, no. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Rest in peace, big baller brand. Right. I thought they were the Triple B's. <laughs> nah. But, um,. I think. I mean, look. I know Whiteford has annihilated Blissfield the last couple of years, but Whiteford loses a ton, huh? Especially. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. If I was a fan, I'd say they don't rebuild; they reload. Well, are is that good? Well, here's the thing: Are they gonna do that? That's what. That's that's something I want to know. I mean, look. I. I mean, look. I've got a ton of respect for Jason Mensing, Whiteford's football coach. But I mean, I think it's really gonna. It's real. This year's really gonna be a test to see how he he if it's if he's gonna be he get those kids coached up because they lose their starting quarterback. Heck, Ty Eitner, who's gonna be playing, actually gonna be playing baseball at Owens Community College, uh-huh. and he actually played for Post Three Two Five this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you've mentioned that a lot of times. Well, t- well, his older brother Tommy is actually he actually plays baseball right here at the Toledo. University of Toledo. Toledo. Yeah, they just got a new uh, head coach, actually. Yeah. So, and then they also lose uh, their top three rushers in Logan Murphy, who's going to Siena Heights to play football. Mm-hmm. Zach Burtz and Hunter Lake. They're all gone. They're all gone. Mm-hmm. They're losing a ton on their line mm-hmm. as well. So I mean, they're gonna they're they're gonna be they're gonna have a lot of new faces in new places. And Blissfield has got a ton of talent coming back. Well, they're the Blissfield Bad Boys, the Triple Bs. Back on both sides of the ball, and plus Ron Estes returning. I think uh, I think that's gonna be that's gonna be the real test. We won't find. Not gonna have to wait long to see how how much. Uh, if Whiteford's just going to keep on trucking or if they've got some work to do. Well, it's going to be very interesting to see. Well, stay tuned. We just got done with Frank's rant. It was a little over 40 minutes. I didn't expect us to go 40 minutes into your rant, but I also <laughs> didn't expect all the fans to you know, be a lightning rod here. But coming up next, we'll talking about youth sports, we'll actually get into that with David, the man of God, Harris. He read an article about youth sports and uh, the injuries for basketball and for, David, give us a little preview. What are you going to talk about? It better not be no nothing burger, as we like to call it here on this show. <laughs> no, is it important for kids to play so much AAU ball if they really want to go to the league? 
Oh, okay. Well, I'll, you know, I'll put my input at all in that and more as we thank Frank for his for his rant. Make sure if you miss this show, we got it live. I'll share it on After Further Review Sports page. Thanks for all those guys tuning in. We always try to do it local here. Also, we're live finally back on the radio. If you can want to, you can call at 419-530-4455, the only landline that I actually remember. And uh, make sure you check out our podcast. We got them on SoundCloud. And if you're an iPhone user, we also have it on iTunes as well. So make sure you uh, go to the podcast on your iPhone. Get After Further Review, it's got a picture of Frank Bashner in the horse's head. And if you look really closely in that picture, he's got an Ida baseball hat it's in the I- picture. It's not an Ida baseball hat. It, what is it? It says uh, Blue Streak. It, it's yeah. an Ida hat. Yeah, it is. A hat. But it's a baseball. That's what they call them. Baseball hats. They're wearing baseball hats right now. Except it's not really a baseball hat. It's It's just for Ida. A ball cap. You know, cap, cap, no cap. You know, whatever. I mean, the hat I got a true baseball cap. Yeah, mine's too. Yeah, you got. Okay. We're being facetious now. All right. Anyway, we'll get on out of here. We'll talk a little bit about youth basketball. This is an interesting topic considering that I just did a full my first full season of of travel basketball. Oh wow, the stories I have to tell and uh it was very interesting. We'll have that and more here as we get out of here with the uh, life mu- music that Frank wanted. Be back after this. <laughs> 